Good morning on this Thursday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Welcome back from uh, Wednesday's uh, study. And we are going to continue today on God's name. And specifically, we've been talking about the name of Jesus. How through Him being a conqueror, and how through it was invested in Him, to have the name that is above all names, Jesus literally conquered. And because of his conquering and defeating of the enemy, he earned the title, he earned the name, he earned the recognition. He also earned all the authority and the power that is behind his name. That is what we had talked about yesterday. Today we're going to look a little bit more, a little closer at his conquest. How through not only inheriting the name, but how through his victory over the devil during the time that he was here on earth, how he defeated him. Second, how he defeated the enemy, the devil's power and authority in defeating death and hell itself. And how by and through the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the sacrifice that he presented himself as the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, he was able to accomplish for us what could not have been accomplished by anybody else. So let's look at some of these things. In Colossians 2.13 it says, And you being dead in your sins... And in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. There's two things that we want to make stand out here. And that is, he is the one that has the power to give life. The devil doesn't have the power to take life, to, to give life. The devil, all he does is kill, destroy, steal. That That is his ability. Jesus, on the other hand, he came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Well, that life is eternal life. Abundant life in God forever and ever with, an immor- with immortality of our bodies. Second of all, he accomplished what needed to be accomplished for us to be presented before God. And that is having forgiven all our trespasses, everyone that comes to Christ and believes that receives the forgiveness that has already taken place, but you must receive that forgiveness on an individual and personal basis. If you do not receive his forgiveness, even though it has already been bought and paid for, your sins have been bought and paid for, All the punishment that we would have been deserving have already been dealt with on Jesus himself when he was on the cross. We have our sins, all of them, forgiven. Not only that, in verse number 14, Colossians 2.14, he also blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. In other words, all the accusations, all the demands of the law which we could not fulfill, all its righteousness, everything that was contrary to us. He took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. 
Now, once again, to do that for every single human being that has been, that is, or will ever be, that is a massive accomplishment. So we're talking about what Jesus did both in life and in death. And it says in verse number 15, And having spoiled principalities and powers, and the word their powers is authorities. That, that means not any and all authorities. But when it comes to the principalities that he defeated, it was basically whatever rank of the power of the enemy and whatever authorities that existed at that very moment, it says he spoiled them. And the word therefore spoiled basically is he divested. That means he literally ripped off, he put off whatever authority that they had and he made a show of them openly triumphing 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 over them in it so while jesus was being nailed to the cross his blood was being literally literally poured out according to isaiah 53 and as he poured out his blood for us, a work that could not be accomplished while he was still living on earth was going to be accomplished as Jesus, no longer in his body, was able to do what could not be done while he was still in his body. And that is meet the devil on his ground, meet the very spirit of death that had held captive the entire world. And deal with that and then defeat it and come out three days later out of the grave, come up out of hell, come out of death grips and forever have death and hell under his feet and his dominion. So once again, this is a tremendous task that he accomplished. See, he literally earned the right to have the name that is above all names because of what he did. What he did for us as sinners. What he did in having destroyed the power of the enemy in the realm of the spirit by having dealt with even the very law that was contrary to us and fulfilling its righteousness all of these things made it possible for him to be given that name. just Not, not just inherit it, but to be given the name, the right to that name, because of the great accomplishments. It says in Hebrews 2.14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death, he might destroy, and the word there, destroy, is literally to entirely make idle, to abolish, to bring to nothing, to vanquish or varnish away, to make void the power, the authority of the enemy. That he might make void 
him that had the power of death. He canceled him out. And it says, that is the devil. One more time. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise partook of the same, that through death he had to die. He was born to die, but not because he needed to die himself, but because he needed to die for us to pay the, the, the penalty for the, for the sins of mankind. And because of that, he was able to make void the power of death. And which the scripture says, that is the devil. He that held the power of death could not hold him. He had no right to hold him in hell. He had no right to hold his spirit from returning back to that body and then be glorified. It says in verse 15, and to deliver. So here's the second part of it. Not only did he destroy or make void the power of death, but he also delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. And that is one of the things that we as Christian believers look forward to. Death is but a stepping stone into our next phase of life. Yes, it may be painful. It may be hard sometimes to accept. But death no longer has the grip of fear of the unknown. Because now that veil has been pulled aside. And we know that where he is, we will be there with him. He is expecting us. He's waiting for us. Therefore, death now has a different outlook for the believer. There is no hope for he that has not Christ in his life. That's why when they die and they perish, there is such a hardness of pain because there is no hope whatsoever. But he has delivered us who through Fear of death were all our lifetime subject to bondage. Then the other thing, when Christ was on earth physically, it says in Acts 10, 38, how God had anointed him. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with miracle working power, dunamis, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So in the desert, Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, confronted Satan on a one-to-one basis, and he overcame him. And the devil left him for a season. Then later, throughout his ministry, when Jesus was confronted with the works of the devil, or with Satan himself, he defeated him. When Jesus was on the cross and gave up his spirit and he descended into the underworld, there for three days, as he waited and did whatever it is that he had to do during that time, he came up out of the grave, once again, defeating the devil. The devil is a defeated enemy 
Jesus has dealt him the blow. All that we as the church, the body of Christ have to do is use the authority of the name of Jesus to maintain that which has already been accomplished and done for us. Jesus has done all the work. Jesus has paid all the price. Jesus is the one that has been glorified. Jesus is the one that was raised from the dead. Jesus is the one that's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Jesus is the one that has all power. Jesus is the one that has all authority. Jesus is the resurrected Son of the living God. And He now gives the body of Christ, the church, the believer, the authority to use His name to exercise the same right that he exercised when he walked on this earth. It says in 1 John 3, 8, He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. But notice what it says on the next half of the verse. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And the word, therefore, uh, destroy, literally means to untie, to loosen, to dissolve, to melt, to put off. Whatever the devil has dealt the world today, and whatever the devil has dished out to the Christian believer, Jesus was manifested to loose those things in the life of the believer and set him free. And he who the Son sets free is free indeed. So if you consider that woman that was bowed over for 18 years, Jesus said, be thou loosed. And that woman straight up was able to get up from that bended position and was instantly, instantly healed of whatever the devil had been oppressing her physical body. In the same way, we the church, the body of Christ, have been given the authority of the name of Jesus to loose those whom the devil now has captive, those that are bound by him, those that have been literally and spiritually incarcerated by his power. The power of Jesus is greater and the name of Jesus is the greatest of all. Learn to use that name. Research the name. Meditate on the name. Consider how he overcame the devil and his works. How he overcame the grave and hell and death itself. And how that name was given to him so that he could give us the power of attorney to be able to use his name right now while we're still living on this planet to do his work and will. Consider that. Food for thought and for the imagination. Until we meet again on Friday, I pray the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you, the Lord be gracious unto you, the Lord lift up his countenance, truly that favor over your life. And may he give you the shalom, the peace that comes from God alone. In Jesus' name, amen.